Greetings and welcome to Shnayim Mikra, the podcasting series uh, sponsored by the Orthodox Union hosted at OU.org, in which in each podcast we examine one of the aliyot of the current week's parasha. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom, and it's my pleasure to be studying Parshat Kitisa with you via this wonderful medium. We're now looking at the sixth aliyah of Parshat Kitisa, and the uh, final clause or the final bit of the recovenanting after the forgiveness um, given by God of the, from the Chet Egel. And in Perek Lamedalad Pasuk Yod Vayomer, Hine Anochi Koret Brit. God is now going saying, I'm going to make a Brit. Again, a new Brit. Neged Kolam Chaya Seniflot, meaning the Brit that already happened at Sinai was clearly violated, and now there's a new Brit. Neged Kolam Chaya Seniflot, I'm going to do wonders in the presence of your people. That have not yet, not ever been created. So there seems to be a full accession to Moshe's request or demand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu have his Shechina manifest among Bnei Yisrael. Everybody will see all of these great things. What are the great things? It seems to be the forgiveness is this great thing. But now a warning, of course, you have to maintain what I'm commanding you today. And now we're going to get a long list that is very close and in some cases a perfect repetition of what we saw at the end of the Ma'amad Har Sinai piece at the end of Parshat Mishpatim. I am going to expel them from your presence. Again, be careful that you do not make a breed. You made a breed with me, do not make a breed with them. Because it will be a trap for you. Why? Because you're going to end up living with them, becoming friendly with them, and worshiping their gods. Here means rather destroy their altars, their steels, their stone structures for worship, break them, cut down their Asherah trees. You do not bow to another God. Remember, God is a jealous God, meaning God demands exclusivity of belief and worship. Because you might end up making a breach, and what will happen? You will stray after their gods. And what will happen is they, and who's the they? It's unclear. They will follow their gods, they will bring or offerings to their gods, and they will summon you and you will eat from the korban. In other words, the notion is, you'll make a breed with them, they'll be worshipping, you of course won't worship, but they'll invite you to join them and you'll join them. And then what will happen? You will then take their daughters for your sons, and their their daughters who are born as pagans will stray after their gods and notice an interesting thing is the inherent inborn pagan worship here which is not straying away from something they knew knew, is still called straying and they will cause your sons to stray after their gods and you shall not make gods of an image which of course takes us back to the Egel that was made Parenthetically, this piece uh, of seeing the relatively, seemingly innocuous participation or cooperation, just on a social level of eating with them, will lead to intermarriage, which ultimately lead to uh, joining the pagan cult, is something that became then the model for the famous Gzerot that we read in Masachet Avodah Zarah of prohibiting 
um, pagan wine, even if it hasn't been libated and, prohi- and prohibiting um, uh, one attempt with Shemanakum, etc. Many of these things were not because the food stuff may not be kosher, but because the social interaction, yayin especially, is something that would easily lead to social relations that would lead to intermarriage. And now, at Chagamatzot Tishmor, you have to keep Chagamatzot. Shivatim Tochamatzot, Asher Tzivitich, I commanded you, the Moed Chodesh Aviv, it has to be in the spring. Now notice the, the, the point. Not because there's something about the season that's special. It's, now we have to have a full removal from pagan thinking. It's not because there's something magical about the spring. It's because of your history, because you were taken out of Mitzrayim at that point. All of the ones who opened the womb, the Bukharot belong to me, says God. If it's a male, then the one that opens, whether it's the ox or the, or the lamb, Belongs to me. And don't forget, you also have to redeem the firstborn of the donkeys. If you don't redeem, you break his neck. And redeem all the firstborn of your children. You shall not come to my mikdash without a korban. So now there is an, a, uh, an insistence on the exclusive ownership of Akkadish Baruch Hu of Bnei Yisrael which again emphasizes the uh, tremendous infidelity involved in, in straying after other gods. So you should work for six days on the seventh day, and again, the seventh day is something that's unique between the Yisrael and Kodesh Baruch Hu. And here's the famous machlok at Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Akiva about whether this is Harish and Katsir of Shabbat, Meaning that this is, uh, to exclude, Harishan, this is, the Harishan Katsir, compared to the plowing and harvesting are compared to each other to say, just like all plowing is something that you do just because you want to, you want to make money and grow stuff. In the same way, we only refer to Katsir, harvesting, which is a reshoot, which is something up to you, as opposed to harvesting the Omer, and this is Rabbi Shmuel's justification for cutting down the Omer on Friday night, if it was the night after Pesach, which of course is the famous Mishnah and Menachot to that effect, and was there as a polemic against the Bothesians who were opposed to to uh, the cutting of the Omer on anything but on a Saturday night. So Shavuot is related here clearly to the beginning of the wheat harvest. And the festival of the ingathering, which is Chag Sukkot, and so we celebrate these harvest festivals. But Shalosh Yisrael. But all three times you come to see the the face of God, the Master, the God of Israel. In other words, you do not come and worship your local pagan gods, the God of fertility, the God of the season, the God of this kind of harvest or that. It all comes to one place. I am going to dispossess the nations from your presence. Now I'm pointing out along the way that the slight nuances of change between this and the Britain part in Mishpatim reflect the fact that Bnei Israel have demonstrated how easily they are corruptible and corrupted to Avodah Zarah, and therefore the same mitzvot are given of destroying the Avodah Zarah, of separating from the nations, of keeping the, the Chagim, of keeping the the cycle of the harvest seasons, harvest festivals, of Shabbat, etc., under the rubric of distancing oneself from the pagan ways. 
You should not fear. Nobody's going to seek out your land while you're making Aliyah regal. It seems to be a promise that everybody could make Aliyah regal and nobody's going to take the land. And now, you may not shecht the, you, you may not shecht the Korban Pesach while you own Chametz. This is the love of Shechitala Chametz. And the Pesach cannot stay on the Mizbeach until morning. It has to be finished by then. You should bring the first fruits of your of your land, this is the mitzvah bikurim, to the house of Hashem. And famously, this aliyah ends with the command that's given in the exact same wording three times in the Torah. We had mishpatim, we have it here, and we have it, of course, in Parshat Re'eh. Chazal famously say that it's said three times to teach us that there is a prohibition against cooking milk and meat, against eating cooked milk and meat together, and against any, getting any benefit from cooked milk and meat, selling it, etc., or feeding it to your animals, uh, based on that. There is a fascinating comment of the Sforno, for anybody who's interested, take a look at the Sforno's comment on this pasuk as it appears in Pashat Mishpatim, which is in Perak Chaf Gimel, um, Pasuk Yodtad, and I mentioned it in our podcast series there. Give it a listen. We will, in the next podcast, finish our study of Parshat Kitisa with the final uh, number of Psukim, uh, nine Psukim, that complete the Parashah and give a proper coda to the aftermath, if you will, of Masei HaEgel and prepare us for the next step at the foot of Harsinai, which is Vayakel Kudei, the fulfillment of the mitzvot Moshe was given atop Harsinai, which is the construction of the Mishkan, the assembly of the assembling of all of the materials, collection of all the materials, construction of the Mishkan, and ultimately having the Shekhinah rest on Bnei Yisrael. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.